previously on Coruscant Nights. Everybody's got a little bit of dark in them. His eyes lingered on Danto a little bit longer uh, before he just sort of blinks and, and looks back out into space. We can do more. What do you mean? The crystal from the station. It said we could have power. We gotta figure out why these people wanted him. It doesn't matter. We, we, can, we, we should just go. Get that power and come back. Take care of them. Take care of everyone. Yes. So go get that. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure out why they did this to him. We don't, we don't need to be like them, though. But we'll, we'll figure out why they did it. Yes, I can see him starting every day optimistic. Today we will find out what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. But as he goes through the heights and depths of Coruscant, Mm -hmm. he becomes disillusioned with finding what he's looking for. Today, what Mir sees is Danto with six people. The seven of them are talking. They're excited. They have plans the, the way you see Danto in the force, he's, it's like your green lightning, except it's, it's purple and it's sort of connecting this group of people together. Mm. So he's found his, a new cluster. It seems like it. Oh. How do you find something that doesn't want to be found? I think there's a screen wipe and we see Danto and Mir standing outside a fancy looking restaurant in the upper levels of Coruscant. Good thing I polished my chassis today. <laughs> this is where we're supposed to this is where we're supposed to meet them. What is this place? I don't know. People eat. Farva really like to eat. I don't understand it. Well, it's like you know when you when you get into that nice mineral patch when you're just a pebble and you can feel all those minerals flowing and and being adhered to you, you know, and that good feeling that that I don't know. It's like a good polishing. Yeah, I guess. But they do it like all the every day, all the time, all the time, all the time. Like some people are just constantly. It's only so many minerals you can take in, right? But their crystal is just getting bigger and bigger. They're gonna need bigger chassis. <laughs> and the two of you head into this place. It is busy, but kind of quiet. There's a light, tinkling music coming from one of the corners where somebody is playing on an instrument. That's not bad. And Danto just walks right in and towards the back. You pass somebody who looks at you expectantly and just Danto just ignores them. Uh, hey, okay. All right, I guess we can just walk in. You walk into the back of this place where there's a, a room. And in that room, there are six people. There is a thin man with dark hair and a pointed beard, human. Another human man with um, darker skin and dark hair with a little gray around the temples. A human woman with one cybernetic golden eye. A 
Chevin, who's sort of this almost elephant-like face, um, very large body. She's just got some very fancy jewelry on, um, big stones on her fingers. Somebody you can't see what they actually look like because they're wearing this full-body suit. You have no idea what's underneath them, (laughs) but it looks sort of lumpy. And one last human man, very nondescript, but in very fancy clothing. And the woman approaches the two of you and says, Danto, and you must be Mir. Uh, yeah, I I am. Pleasure to meet you, uh, ma'am. Uh, you may call me Rentha. Rentha. Your friend Danto here tells me that we have some common interests. Uh, finding particular items in the lower levels of the city. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're uh, yeah, we've been looking for all sorts of stuff. Uh, how, how can we help you? You have a particular item on you. Danto tells me you have a kyber crystal, and we uh, assumed that the two of you would like to to join us in finding what we're looking for. Uh, well, yeah, you know, we, you know, we've been trained to to find all sorts of stuff. Is there, um, yeah, I don't, what, what, you want to find stuff here on, on, uh, on Coruscant? Is that what you're? That's correct. Yes. Oh, okay. There are many great ancient things buried underneath this city, including more Kyber. And I'm, I'm sure Dantos told you what we know. A, li- a little bit. Yeah. The person in the big full body suit goes off and, and closes the, the door on this back room. The, the, the wall is all glass. You can still see the front of it. And there's a, sort of a, a long table. There's uh, another entrance that looks like it heads back down a hallway. And somebody comes in and starts uh, filling glasses. And another person brings out some some plates of hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, you guys do like to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you need any uh, nutrients of any sort? Oh, I, I'm... I'm- we're, I'm good. Are you good, Danto? I'm, I'm, I'm good. We, yeah, we, we, we filled up earlier. Thanks. Uh, well, I'll, I'll take some. I'll, I'll take some mineral water if you got any uh, nice cold mineral water. I suppose that that, that 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 would be nice. One of the servers nods and and walks back into the back. So yeah. Um. Well, you know who I am. Uh. uh can I get your guys' names? I I haven't met your type of species. He points to. The guy behind him in the suit. Yeah, sort of, sort of mechanical voice, like it uh, is being translated by something, says, Dr. Skazborg, nice to meet you. And uh, Rentha, this woman, um, introduces everyone else. Ambassador Ambrianol from Chevin, Dr. Selyar Sanlev, Greer Sinlon of Daxum 4, and Yander Rosnick of Ariadu. Oh wow! Nice. It's a really nice pleasure to. Uh, yeah, nice to meet you all. Um, they all sort of uh, nod and agree. The two of you have a particular skill set, and uh, we thought that, given your skills and our access to resources, we may be able to come to some sort of agreement, some sort of partnership. I, I would suppose that terms would need to be brought up and, and itemized and gone over and signatured and uh, all that. It's fairly simple, and we would all, I think, generally prefer to keep it off the books. 
if you know what I mean. And there's a, a bunch of agreement from around the room. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. No, we've, we've done off-the-book stuff before. We are just all very interested in the Force. Very interested in what this planet has to offer. And very interested in that Kyber. Yeah, it, it is a pretty cool Kyber, isn't it? Yet, Danto, did you tell him all about it? And, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I told him all about it. Oh man, yeah, no, it's 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 got quite the history to it. I really enjoy uh, when I when I was used to talk to it or feel it, I guess, or download it, or however you want to interpret how I'm t- saying that. See, that is a skill set that I admire. Uh, I wish I could do something like that. You know, Dan, Danto, you were saying that, that you wish you could too. I didn't think I was the only one that would be able to do that. Yeah. Well, turns out you are. Oh. So, so you guys got force interests, huh? Uh, are any of you like us? Uh, I'm afraid not. Oh. The uh, full body suit guy says. Oh, we would like to be. Oh yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't blame you. It. Well, I don't want to make it sound like I didn't mean for it to sound like that. Uh, if I don't, yeah. Maybe someday. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I suppose. I suppose if you have, what, what, if you have interest, you, you. <sighs> Mir is very much uh, out of his league when he talks to people of rank and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that comes from being having to be submissive to the people on Dathomir. Yeah, uh, that you tread carefully with those of, of power, but at the same time, these guys don't have power. So he's he's kind of still leery. He doesn't know what type of predatorial beast these guys might be. Yeah, but he's got the idea that there's a bit of predatory beast in each one of them. Yeah, and he's looking more like a, a bantha stew uh, or uh, like a something getting ready to be it here. And Danto says, so we're going to help him. Yeah. I told you that that's what we're going to... Yeah. We started this together. Let's go. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. Very good. I'm glad the two of you agree. Uh, And the person comes out with a bottle of mineral water. Oh, thank you. Pours it in a glass for you. Kind of gives you a side eye. Uh, Because you're a droid. He picks it up and just holds it (laughs) with his left hand. Yeah, can I get a can I get a straw? You got a straw, a, a bendy one. She looks at the people in the room and uh, nods and walks off to go get a straw. Th- thank you, thank you. Thank- She's real nice. Uh, I, 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 that's a real nice person there. I, I appreciate people that, are, that like to help out like that. Uh, and speaking of that, how how exactly can we help you? What is it that you want found? Do you have like resources? Like I've been looking for a book or something old that might give me hints or clues on finding the stuff here. Dr. Sonlev says, yes, uh, I have I have books. I, I may be able to help with that. Oh yeah, a wizard. Yeah. Picking up on the hip, hip jive that's uh, going around. <sighs> From what I understand, Rentha says, you just sense these things. You don't necessarily need books or anything, but if we could point you in the right direction we will yeah yeah you know books help just kind of like kind of like how this crystal helped i suppose if i, I suppose i could like build a compass for 
The crystal? Could that work? Perhaps. Danto, do you think we could build build something? Yeah, uh, maybe. Sure. Try something like that. That's a mighty fine idea, Mir. As he pats himself. All right, yeah, no, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll build a compass because naturally it's it's going to have a certain alignment, right? And the alignment has got to line up with where it's from, uh, providing that it hasn't been overshaped or remineralized, which it hasn't been remineralized because it's still in its original, uh, it's still in its form, and it's really old, so it has doesn't show marks. I think we could, I think we might be able to do something like that. Yeah, sure. Let's let's try that. That sounds that sounds good. Yeah, you guys, you guys. Well, listen, yeah, no, we'll go we'll go do that. I think as as you say that, a uh, a kid pushes those doors open and runs in and runs up to Rentha, and you see a caretaker come through the doors and just sort of he he just shrugs and Rentha gives him a, a dirty look, and this kid, it's probably seven or eight, runs up and like grabs onto. Her legs. I'm, I'm sorry. I have to take care of my son. Oh, no, um, no. Hi. Can I, can I walk with you? I haven't had a chance to spend much time with, like, little crystals or little people. You, do you got a name? Uh, it's Addie. Addie. That's a, that's a beautiful name. Thanks. Hey. What? A, oh, go ahead. Well, are you a droid? Uh. You don't talk like a droid. Can you keep a secret? Yeah. I'm not a droid. <laughs> cool. Hey, look, what are you? I, I'm like a rock. And you show off your your crystal. Uh, yeah. He 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 kneels down, uh, uh-huh. and and he kind of props his arm up so other people can't see, and he points to his crystal. Uh, and uh, this child, Addie, looks at it wide-eyed. That's that's something. Yeah, you're I like that. You're something too. Thanks. What 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 do you like to do? I like to draw, and I like, you know, I like my friends. Oh, me too. I love friends. Oh, man. Hey, maybe after hey. work we can get together and draw something. Okay, that's fine. Okay. All right, I'll see you later. He stands up and looks Renta in the eyes and goes, I like that one. She looks a little bit exasperated. Yep, he, he is uh, something. He's quite the personality. Mir uh, ru- ruffles the kid's hair up a, a little bit and, and uh, makes his way out. If, if there's nothing else you guys want, I, I, I kind of have an idea. If, if you, are, am I good, are we going to go, Danto? Or, uh, I think I'm going to stay back and talk details. Yeah. Oh, can I go work on this then? Yeah. Yeah. You go do that. Okay. You walk out along with Rentha and Addie as she tries to get him back to go back with that caretaker. Yeah. Hey, Addy, I got an idea. Huh? I got an idea. Okay. What's that? I, w- I challenge you... And he points to him. ...to a draw-off. Okay? Okay, but I think I'm going to win. Oh, there's no way you're going to win. I'm so much older than you. Age doesn't equal talent, you know. Ooh. <laughs> I've, had, I've had lessons. Oh, dang. I haven't had lessons. Okay, well... Uh, I'm going to go work on this, and when I come back, I'm going to have a drawing. It's going to be so much better than yours, and... No, it's not. It's uh, so going to be better. Hey, you want to you wanna put you wanna put something on it? Like, you want to make a bet? He looks at his mom. She just has a, like, a two fingers up to her temple <laughs> and makes the move-along gesture. Uh, a 
versus your sketchbook. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay? Yeah. All right. You're so gonna lose. Not gonna lose. <laughs> so gonna lose. You're gonna lose. Uh-uh. Is there anything else you need from me, Mir? Um, hey, can I... All of my resources are at your disposal. Oh, really? Yes. Hey. This is important. I know. How good is your kid at drawing? He's not that bad, actually. Dang it. I'm not that good. All right. Uh, hey, do you got a workstation? Mine's way down on the lower levels. And my... You said, like, all your resources? We can set you up. Yes, we can do that. Oh. And she peeks her head back in the room. Uh, Dr. Skasborg, would you be able to set up Mr. Mir with a workspace? Yes, I can do that. Let me make a call. And he just stands there, silent, for a minute. Mir just kind of looks at him like, uh, are you going to go anywhere? What is he doing? He's making a call. I gotta give me Yes, you have a workstation at Aurora Biotech, the basement. Perfect. Can I get a lift? I will get you a cab. Oh, cool. Thank you. You're gonna lose, Eddie! Not gonna lose. You're gonna lose! You head out to the front of this place and Rentha raises a hand in the air and a blue taxi cab pulls up to the curb. It's a convertible. The person in the front of it is a... Um, you know, this ride would look so much better if it was red. Just saying. It'd probably go faster too, but... A nice blue the, the Alina in the front seat says, Hey, Blue Cab Company is tried and true. Hey... Hey, I, I, I'm not going to dispute that because I've seen a couple wrecks of those yellow cabs lately and uh, I don't trust them. So, yeah, no, blue. I'm all, I'm, I'm all about blue. I, but Rentha leans in and says, Aurora Biotech, if you would. The Alina says, you got it, lady. He, he hops in the front seat. That way you can talk to the guy. Mm-hmm. You see he, this is a very custom cab with the uh, seat. The, the pedals are extremely close to the seat because the Selena is very small. Oh, it looks like you modified it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. And he takes off, leaving the restaurant in these upper levels behind. So what do you like to do here? Oh, I, I like drive. Uh, I like to go to the casino every once in a while. Golden Gun Darts, nice place. They just, uh, they just put in this, uh, this brand new second floor. It's great. Oh, what's so great about it? It's fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like what type of fun? Like, um, card games, uh, that kind of, that kind of thing. They got music? You play, yeah, they got music. Oh, God. I'm starting to really enjoy music lately. There's so many varieties here in Coruscant. You can get lost just by following people's music. I didn't know droids could like music. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a new in-hip Inhibitor chip. Yeah, it helps your inhibitions huh. be less. Yeah, yeah. No, That's cool. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't get many droids in the cab. Not many. Uh, they usually walk around here. Well, it takes forever. Well, yeah, they got time though. But do, do any of us really have time? Our batteries, their batteries will run low, and then if they don't have, not backed up, then they just become one with, you know the force basically right like the rest of us like well not not droids no what but i mean what is time anyway it's time matters people only have so much what if you know 
soon like little Addie will become like a grown up and you know and be flying the stars or one day you're gonna grow up into like a big person you know and, hey and you know and then what nothing oh and then and then, <laughs> you know uh, and the time you only have so much people only have so much I guess the, it's uh, what you do with it matters huh I think so I, I, I think that's very important. Seems like there's never enough time to do all the things we need to do or want to do. Huh. Guess I better go and rethink my life. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe we'll, maybe I'll catch you up at the Golden Gun Dark one of these days and we'll have a have another drink. Have a drink together or something. Sure. Yeah. Uh, hey, we're here. Oh, hey, thanks, thanks. Um, is this, what is this place? Uh, Aurora Biotech? Oh. Uh, you must have a message for one of the lead scientists or something, I don't know. Uh, it's just some science place. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, alright, well, uh, thanks! Uh, yeah, that lady paid your fare, so you're oh, good to go. Cool. Um, uh, here, here, I got a couple credits here. Uh, thank you for the nice conversation. I enjoyed it. Uh, thanks. I appreciate it. You have a nice night. You too! Fly blue! Flies away. Yeah, it's still, you know, look better in red go faster but Amir finds himself in front of a large glass and metal building and as he goes in he finds that he has access to he, he, he can get in um, which hasn't been the case for a lot of buildings around Coruscant somebody guides him to the basement where he passes a couple labs and is shown to one for him to work in it's relatively empty. There's some equipment that he can use if he needs to. Cool. He will he will plug into the computers and start interfacing and start figuring out how he wants to build the Kyber Compass. Cool. Do I need to... Well, I got an inventor, so I get... I have inventor. Yeah, what does that do for you? Add a blue or black when constructing new attachments. Is that specifically for cybernetics or attachments for... Let's look it up. Partisan. Inventor. When constructing new items or modifying existing attachments, a character may choose to add a boost or remove a setback from the check per rank of inventor. Can we just be like, I remove, I add a boost to this check? Yes. All right. So it's probably a mechanics check. Okay. Let's make it hard. We've had a lot of average checks. Totally make it hard. Okay, that's three purple. Do we have... I have light side points. You have many. Oh, I will flip one of them and upgrade. Okay. What else can I do here? Is this... Am I imbuing the force in this? Maybe. Oh, dang. So, one of the things I was looking at for this... Oh, this would fit fairly well if... This all goes right. I One of the things on the Artisan is you can put a force die into onto something, imbue item. Okay. Suffer one strain and commit uh, a force die to grant the weapon, piece of armor, or item an improvement while the force remains, force die remains committed. Suffer one strain for every round remaining committed. So that you're using it? I don't have it. Okay. Can... Can I do something like that? Um, use the force to assist? Yeah. 
yeah, how do you do it? What is this, uh, as you start working on something, what does it look like? I think it's going to have a data pad. So it's going to be a little, uh, like a little Kindle size data pad. But on one of the corners, it's going to have a rotating button that uh, a, a crystal would be in for a mm-hmm. point in the, d- the direction. Okay. I think it, now, what is oh. mirror looking like as as this is being made? What is the actual construction of it? The process look like? He would. I think he would pull one of his main cables out of his chassis. That I think he would open up his his Iron Man center and pull yeah. out one of the cables directly from his uh, crystal holder and mm-hmm. plug it into the computers. And I think his. I think his chassis would probably go limp as he starts manipulating different items in the room. I imagine that there's like a crafting, almost like, I don't want like a 3D printer or like a deal that would help construct that has a bunch of mandible arms that would form different, uh, form it and run wires. Uh Okay, cool. Yeah. Roll that check with a, with a force die. Okay. Because... Mere plus force plus mechanics is a thing that happens it, it, quite often. It seems like uh, mm-hmm. one light side point with well, there's a two failures, one failure. And there's a threat. Okay, it looks like those cancel out. Those cancel out. I'm left with one light side and one success. Okay, so that's a success. That's a success. So you put the thing together, and it takes a little while. What do you want to do with the light side point? Can I use it so that only a light side user can use it well? Yes. Similar to the way we've been using the crystal that a light side person or can use it better. Just like yeah. the book. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that works. So you get it put together. It is nighttime right now. You originally met Danto after a, a full day of doing things. And I think putting that thing together took some time too so it's probably pretty late yeah where would mir go after putting it together i think mir does mir Mir has the kyra crystal yeah i think he would test it out i think he would try to do like a trial run okay okay that's good yeah you take it out of this place this place is dark it's pretty abandoned at this time of night and as you leave you power your your machine up and it's supposed to work like a compass, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder if it has like a, what do they call it? A to- topograph, topographical. So you can see levels. Yeah. Where the crystal would point in the direction, but the screen would show almost like how many levels down or mm-hmm. elevation. Yeah. that That's cool. And it is pointing down very far down. And then he will start his descent. So yeah, he starts going down and he even passes the the level that they've got their ship parked on down in the Undercity. Ooh, that's deep. And this compass leads him to this sort of level between levels. And as he gets there, the darkness of the night is sort of... It just keeps getting darker and darker because he's going further away from the the sky Mm -hmm. and it's getting more closed off this doesn't seem like the best place to be and the compass ends up sort of pointing him towards 
this like it, it almost seems like a sewer. Mm-hmm. I don't think Mir has a lot of experience with sewers. No. But yeah, there's a little bit of water running and it's it's dark and kind of gross. Would he liken it to an old temple? It's, since this is deeper into Coruscant, would it would the old sewers be like uh was it Ralph Schumacher's Batman uh that has that are ornate yeah. drains and stuff yeah. like that? It reminds him actually more of the that place that they saw on Dantooine. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's there. There are like weeds growing up between the between the crack. Oh man, they they really need to take care of these weeds. They're just going to get into the understructure and just start turning into thorns and break down the rock. Oh, yeah, all right, all right. So if this is like a temple. Uh, or like that, it's gonna have guardians. Okay, we just gotta be ready for the guardian. It'll be fine. We come in peace. As he w- starts walking down these tunnels, and as he continues along them, it gets darker until it stops getting dark because there are little glowing things here and there. Um, little there, there are things growing on the walls, and little creatures fluttering around and. Yeah, it, it reminds him a lot more of uh, the places on the Outer Rim than any other place that he's seen on, on Coruscant. Is it quiet here? It's more quiet. There's the trickle of water, and every once in a while there's a sound like like an animal. Mm. Uh, but it, there's but there you can feel, can you feel the f- nature, f- the living side of the Force opposed yeah. to just the people? Yeah, it's, it's a more content feeling than the sort of anxious frantic feeling that so many of the places up above are filled with he will keep going he well he'll stop at one spot and pull out like a little specimen jar out of his uh-huh. chest and get a little bit of that the glowy moss and a little bit of the scraping of earth and try to capture a little moisture and air into it for a little terrarium and as he keeps going he continues to see these creatures lighting up the place and the moss gets a little bit more dense and starts covering the ground. And eventually, through winding passageways, he spots some crystals growing on the on the wall. The the walls of this place have sort of changed from the smooth walls of, of a sewer to the more natural walls of almost it, it almost feels like a mountain. It almost reminds mm-hmm. him of the place that he started. Uh, he started out. Does it give off a sense of the force? Yeah, they do. He wants to open his chest compartment, and does he? Does his compass show where he's supposed to be? He's in a place where it's sort of spinning on its axis now. It's like this is the place. He will. He, he wants to put the crystal back, almost like he wants to meditate here with that crystal mm-hmm. and feel what this place is. He see sort of uh, like take it out and put it on the ground like they did back on the station. Yeah. Yeah, he, he takes it out and puts it on the ground and he sits next to it. Um, and he gets those, that, those same feelings of peace and tranquility that have not really been present for him lately. Not since uh, Batu and Black Spire. Uh, his mind drifts off to 
Farvo and uh, he he misses his friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, he misses his guidance that he, he and the peace that he felt in the the community he felt with his friend. He doesn't have that anymore. He gets the idea that just the the, the thought springs to his mind that nobody's ever really gone. Hmm. And uh, he he wants to do like a foresee here. I think he wants to try to connect with ever whatever that is lost or see if he can find a way to seek that out. You want to do a foresee? I do. Roll an extra force die. Three dice, one force pip a piece, two light, one dark. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense. It really does, doesn't it? Yeah. Which ones do you want to use? He wants to use the light sides. Okay. He wants to he wants to use them all and cancel out two of them, but he doesn't think that it will give him enough to go through if he just cancels one out with yeah. the other. So as he sits there thinking, reaching out where he is right now, he's just surrounded by these these lights and this feeling of uh, lightness and peace. And off on the edge of it, there's something distant, but equally powerful and dark. And it is like it's asking to be used. Like it wants to be out in the galaxy. Mm. And he sees... Danto, and he sort of gets these flashes in green lightning of Danto and things happening uh, a certain way, um, like a, a feeling of inevitability. He sees the crystals that are in front of him and gets the feeling of hiding, mm-hmm. of, of hidden things. Is it like, is it them wanting to be hidden knowing that if they're not they'll be used yeah it's that little bit of edge of fear he mere gives a piece of himself that he got from farvo the uh, piece of of calm mm-hmm. that where when you're up on that mountaintop and it's though the wind is ripping on you you're still and there's that break in the wind where it's just that calm and you're not buffeted and you're not being blown off the hilltop where you just peer out into the distance. He wants to give that piece of him to these stones kind of a, where he wants to, he wants to hide them in the shelter of that calm. I think with your two light side points that, that piece it's not taken but it is received Mm -hmm. um and that crystal that is on your compass you feel kind of a break not like a physical break but like it's not a part of these ones anymore Mm. well if that's the case then it can't stay here he understands that because he wasn't he had to leave his cluster because he was no longer part of it. Will 
can you can Mir understand that or know that since this one has had memories that it will also have a memory of being here again it may but it I, that that break means it may not so Mir has this idea that he wants to be hiding or, or sheltering these ones from the others now that as much as he doesn't want to break his word he he's going to have to hide these ones from from them <clears throat> is there a way for him to I don't want to break this crystal or is there he's got Mir has influence mm-hmm. is there a way for him to influence this one into thinking we found a different place manipulate the hmm. information I don't know I think the two people that have a connection to this crystal are Mir and Danto mm-hmm. and I don't I feel like Danto could probably force the information out of it, but maybe with it being not connected to the ones here anymore, it, it only retains the most important information. That makes okay. Yeah, no, I like that. Like it, it only keeps its most important histories, and it no longer has the connection to this place. Mir's gonna leave this place. Then he's gonna have to. Uh... I think he's going to go back to the his sh- the ship mm-hmm. and uh, kind of wipe away the traces of him and where he found it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Coruscant Nights is a production of Nightcast Creative. To find out more about us and the things we make, visit nightcastcreative.com. Thanks to AJ for playing on these episodes. You can find AJ's art on Instagram at AJ underscore Kimball, and you can hear more of him on the current season of The Other Place. Don't forget that you can affect the fate of our players on Coruscant Nights with Donate for Destiny. Donations go to Child's Play Charity, which provides toys and games for kids in hospitals and shelters. Find out more at nightcastcreative.com destiny. Hey all you Coruscant Nightcrawlers. Wanted to finish up today's episode with a couple notes and reminders. Mouse Cheese Cat Cucumber is still on Kickstarter. We've just passed the 18,000 mark and we've hit so many stretch goals, including one that means all backers are going to get an RPG written by me. It's pretty cool. Next up, we've got a message from our friends over at Game John's podcast. Join Riley and her crew as they delve into everything games, from upcoming titles and nostalgic classics to game development and intriguing interviews. Learn and laugh alongside this ragtag team of indie devs. Whether you want to philosophize about the definition of a game, discuss the hype behind virtual reality, or discover games that you've never heard of, Game Johns is the crude for you. For more things Game Johns, check out allmylinks.com slash gamejohns, and check out their Twitter, at gamejohns, for all news and announcements. Last but not least, and I feel like I don't say it enough, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.